KBCS is powered by listeners just like you. Support this and other KBCS stories, interviews, and highlights by donating at our website, kbcs.fm. As of yesterday, day 36 of the Israel-Palestine conflict, Jewish Voice for Peace Health Committee reported over 11,000 killed, 67% of which are women and children. 67% of Gazans are internally displaced. There's been an electricity blackout for 31 days, and there's no fuel. Meanwhile, on November 12th, three to 400 people gathered in Seattle's Columbia Park for a ceasefire march around the block and rally for families and children. Participants sang songs and painted murals and prayer flags for Palestine. They also wrote postcards addressed to Patty Murray to demand a ceasefire. Next, you'll listen to some sounds and voices from the event. You may hear the rain in some of the clips. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Zach Osuna. Also, could you tell me how old you are? 15. I think the issue that's happening is really, really like disheartening and it's very awful. And it's been kind of occupying my mind a lot. Just the amount of like anguish that these people are experiencing. It's been going on for so long. You know, there's videos of the of just like looking out at Gaza and there's just like like just bombs like just like going off every like 10 seconds and I, I just I look at that like it's really hard to kind of like fathom that that's happening especially to a group of people that is just so like I mean like I, I can't even understand like what they could have done to achieve that much hate you know like I just kind of want to add to the numbers of people who are against this I don't want to be like an invisible supporter if that makes sense because there's so many people out there who would if they were just convinced a little harder that they would actually go out to a lot of these things and they would be verbal about a lot of these things, but I think a lot of people are, for some reason about this situation especially, very hesitant, and I'm not sure why. It feels very straightforward to me. <laughs> My name is Macy Ratliff. I got to the point where I couldn't not be here. The more I listened, the more I learned, the more I realized I had to take a stand. And as someone who's half Jewish, and I felt the pain on October 7th, as, as I started witnessing, seeing talks, videos, talking to people, learning from those who are directly there, I had to come. I realized my heart was breaking for all that's happening. And the children, I think it's the children that affects me the most. My name is Rose Waterstone, a parent of incredible children who uh, wants to send love and support to parents and children all around the world. I did help organize this event. It started with a group of parents from Jewish Voices for Peace. We wanted to organize an interfaith event that was open to people of all different backgrounds, knowing that so many Parents like us uh, want to show our solidarity and support, especially for the children and families of Gaza, and to call for peace in the Middle East, peace between Israel and Palestine. So it starts with Jewish Voices for Peace, this event, but there's many other folks involved in helping to organize it. We're all parents. 
that's what we have in common. Okay. Um, and had you been familiar with this issue from a long time ago? Yes. In most of my formal education, I studied Israel-Palestine. I was a peace studies major in college, and um, it's a, been a big passion of mine throughout my life to work toward peace in the world, and especially in this region, which is so deeply connected to my own personal ancestry. It's been important to me to understand how intergenerational trauma plays out in the world and to do what I can to work toward peace building between communities that have experienced so much harm, primarily as a result of colonization that then turns us against one another. Because this region is connected to my own ancestry, I feel particularly passionate about starting there. It's like trying to, to heal my own ancestors through this work. I understand that there's complexity politically, but in the foundation of our basic humanity, as a parent, I know it's wrong for other parents to be holding dead children. We all deserve to be safe. We all deserve to be able to grow up and have our dreams realized and be beacons of love and light in the world. And the truth is when we inflict trauma on children and families, these cycles repeat themselves. We have to interrupt the cycle in any way we possibly can. And that means we have to use our voices and show love and solidarity across lines of faith, across lines of history, even when it's not a popular thing to do. That's the only way I know to start interrupting the cycle of intergenerational trauma. Diane Stevenson, local resident of uh, South Seattle. I think the thing that disturbs me the most is the confusion of the terms anti-Semitism with anti-Zionism because that or there's a widespread trashing campaign to say that if you in any way don't support the state of Israel then you're anti-Semitic. And I want to push back on that and say, no, I am not anti-Semitic. I do not support the state of Israel. I love the people of Israel, but I also love the people of Palestine and the West Bank and Gaza. Tell me your name. Uh, Nico Branock, a local student and resident. And also your age. Uh, 15. And then tell me why you came today. I came today just because I feel like it's really important to be the voice for others whose voices aren't always heard. And right now, especially because there's no like internet in Gaza right now, it's very important to spread their voices and force it into the media, basically. Because what's happening right now is a genocide, and I feel like it's very important for people to get that education and spread it, especially to our state representatives and our president, who is quite literally like supporting this genocide. I don't think it's right that as citizens, we are paying with our tax money for this to happen. And it's very important that we get the message out for a ceasefire and that we make that happen. I don't know if I can hold 
this alone. I need you to sing this song. I don't know if I can do this alone. I need you to sing this song. Sing this to the person next to you. My name is Nazia Siddiqui. I'm here with my two kids and they are, you know, eight-year-old and my four-year-old. This is one of the many protests that we've participated in so far. But what's happening in Gaza and what's been happening for the last month is just heart-wrenching and to see a population where almost 50% is children. It's something that, you know, I cannot believe we're living through and we're witnessing in our lifetime. This is the first genocide that's actually on social media. And even though, you know, the media outlets, the majority of the big names did not really report on that, the people on the ground, the people who are everyday citizens, they are just reporting on their social media accounts. Mainstream media, like we've seen enough of the language, right, in the publications that have come out, which they will say Palestinians and people in Gaza died, but then they would say people in Israel were killed, and those are in the same sentence, the same, you know, very different languages used for different populations because of their background. And it's so obvious that the mainstream media, you know, it's not representative. The idea that you know I can talk to you here today and present a very different viewpoint perhaps that others may not have heard it's very powerful and I'm so grateful for that all these families who are here for the families in Gaza asking for a ceasefire I am just so heartened by that and I'm very grateful and yeah we are gonna keep speaking up for the children tell me your name I'm Sai short for Cyprus my last name is Waterstone, and I'm a local aspiring to be activist. So I just heard you spoken yeah. with Senator Murray. What did you say to her? Well, I had to speak to her employees. She was not around. But what I did say, me as a child, you know, there's so many children out there, completely innocent, getting bombed, killed. Like, there is no reasonable explanation for this. It's insanely horrible and we are funding that we are making that happen it needs to stop sign on the ceasefire how did the staff person of patty murray respond they said they would um inform senator murray of what i had said and then they asked everybody else there their opinions they were very kind and formal i would say and i'm glad they were there our government is not listening to us and so our voice together as a community needs to be heard. I think it was a really amazing experience that I could get to come to this march, but you know, this is just one out of many that I hope to do because this was a great experience, but one march isn't going to change everything. We need to keep going. Just because we do one thing doesn't mean that's it. We're going to keep going until we get what we want, what the world needs. How old are you? I am 10 years old. I did not come here alone. I carry my people in my bones. I did not come here alone. And if you listen, you can hear them in my song. Woo, woo, woo! Cease fire now! 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 Woo! Cease fire now! Alright, folks, ready for another crowd? Yeah. Yeah.
Those were sounds and voices from the ceasefire event held by interfaith groups and youth at Seattle's Columbia Park on November 12th. For KBCS, I'm Yuko Kodama.